Agenda setting conversations of the day. The council at the University of Stellenbosch has now agreed to mount a full investigation after it emerged that the vice chancellor, Professor Wim de Villiers, used his discretionary powers to give a place to a member of his family. This was the second time he'd used this power to give a place to someone related to him or to his wife. This meant that a student who had received higher marks was passed over for a student who had received lower marks but was related to de Villiers. Earlier this week, you heard from the president of the executive convocation, Jan Hienis. He said that de Villiers must resign because there's no debate around the facts of the case that he did give these positions to these two relatives. But a large group of academics at the University of Stellenbosch have now signed a petition saying it's too early to act against him. One of them, as I understand it, is the Stellenbosch Professor of Law and Research Chair in Social Justice, Professor Tuli Madonsela. Professor Madonsela, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to the listeners. Thank you for this privilege. Why do you believe it's too soon to act against Professor de Villiers? For two reasons. One is the processes of the university have not been invoked. Administrative justice requires that when there's an allegation, the context of that allegation needs to be investigated and the finding made. That has not happened. That's number one. Number two, what the public is no longer being told is that that vote of not confidence was not filed for nepotism. It was filed after the Human Rights Commission issued a report on language, which report did not blame Professor Tevelius for doing or not doing anything. The report simply said two out of our 36 residences had had incidences where heads of of residents had discouraged the use of Afrikaans in meetings where there's multinational students participating. And the Human Rights Commission thought that was wrong, but it did not say Professor Tevelius did anything wrong as a person or failed to do anything. Then the very same person who filed this vote of no confidence filed that vote of no confidence. Then as Senate, which is the entire academic community, we met and we filed a vote of confidence, which sadly has not come to the public domain. So when confronted with that reality, it would appear that the colleague then looked for something else that would speak and found that there was this matter. What the public also doesn't know is that this happened last year in October, and as soon as the student who had not applied for the RDP lodged a complaint in line with our grievances, that grievance was prosecuted and the provisional RDP was withdrawn. So it was provisional because this is not proper placement. This is placement on the basis of mid-year results. Okay. And then the final placement is... Then the second placement is not a second placement, is a prior placement, which Prof. Vim just 
made us aware that this had been done too. And, and therefore, none of us was stopped by the person who is suddenly a crusader for social justice. It was fixed through internal administrative justice processes of Stellenbosch University. Okay, I accept that and I realize there might be bigger agendas at play. I do think it, and I think that I need to put this to you just to get the response, because I think we can be too legalistic. And sometimes someone does something which is wrong, and never mind the legalism, it's wrong. And let me put it to you very tightly. From what I know, there's no dispute over two central facts, never mind the language issue. The first is that Vim de Villiers, we understand, gave a position or caused a position to be given to a family member. And the second fact is that he gave a position or caused a position to be offered to another family member. So somewhere there was a student who received higher marks and another student who received lower marks. And the student who received lower marks, from what we know, had no other reason to be accepted. The only reason they were accepted was because they were related to Professor de Villiers. And if that is the fact, is there any reason for him to stay? If that were a fact, he certainly would have a cause to answer. Both propositions are untrue. The first proposition is that he gave these positions to family members. That's not true. The nepotism policy of the university defines a close family member under Clause 4.4 as a person in their blood in other relations up to the second degree, e.g. marriage or life partner, child, parent, sibling, grandparent, grandchild, or in-laws. In this particular case, we're talking about two nephews-in-law. In terms of definitions, in the policy, and generally in law, they fall within the fourth degree of relations. But knowing that this was a ethical dilemma, Provim did not make this decision up front. He realized that this could be a dilemma and asked for advice, and he was told he is within the policy. So in law, on fact, he did not violate this policy. But secondly, it's also not true that the student who didn't get the RDP was discriminated. He did not apply for the RDP. So the RDP is not automatic. If you don't get a placement, you then have to apply for the RDP. So we're being lied to as members of the public. So that's the second issue. The third issue is the RTP universally does not only consider results. In terms of results, I think they were one mark apart from each other. When I was given an opportunity to go and study an LLM at Harvard, which I didn't take because of writing the constitution, I was not the, the highest marks student. They consider everything else. And more importantly, the university looks into the future and say, who's likely to be an achiever and whose achievements the university would like to associate with. And more recently, again, I went to Harvard 
for a year. Again, not because I was the top achiever only. There were many other considerations. So until we know the facts, we are being lied to by people selectively telling us what we need to know in order to become angry. And we know this. And I addressed an event recently where we were talking about the age of lies. We call it fake news. But it's lies when people selectively give us a piece of the information that tugs at our sense of justice. And then we are outraged because if that's the only truth, we have a right to be outraged. And in this case, that's exactly what's happening. I don't want to prejudge this case, but I just want people to remember that this person wanted the vice chancellor gone for whatever reasons and launched this vote of no confidence on one issue when that issue did not stick. He then found an issue that had already been resolved six months ago without him All and right. then brought it now. Professor, thank you very much indeed. Professor Tuli Madonsela is a professor of law and the Law Trust Research Chair in Social Justice at Stellenbosch University.